Welcome to Inside ASU, a podcast to prepare new and soon-to-be Sun Devils for life at Arizona State University. Hey, I'm Ben. And I'm Molly, and welcome to Inside ASU. Today, Molly, we're going to talk about what it's like being a veteran dependent student at ASU. Amazing. So, you know that like military veterans can use their military benefits to go to college, but what you might not know is that they can also pass those benefits on to their spouse and their children. I didn't know that, but I did know that ASU's Pat Tillman Veterans Center helps veteran and dependent students secure and use their benefits. So joining us to talk more about being a veteran dependent student is Kayani, uh, how do you say your last name? Bituin. 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 <laughs> Hi, Kayani. Hi, hey, Kayani. Hey, guys. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. What's your year and major? So I am a senior at ASU. I study criminology and criminal justice. Currently getting two certificates in criminal investigations and socio-legal studies. That's, in- that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And you're repping the downtown campus. I am. Ooh. I am. <laughs> Amazing. So who in your family is a military veteran? My dad served in the U.S. Air Force for 20 years, um, got out in 2016. That's awesome. So um, can you tell us, tell us about like the process of using their benefits towards your education as a dependent Yeah, student? certainly. So it is a long one, but... It starts off with your dad, your mom, or whoever your sponsor is, transferring those benefits to you. And once they do that, it's you can only do that when you're still in active duty. So if okay. your dad or mom retires and you're not like listed as one of their dependents, you can't uh, transfer them anymore. So a lot of students don't know that, and they... Um, they come into our center and unfortunately their mom or their dad did retire and they're not able to use those benefits anymore. But if they have uh, transferred those benefits to you, um, you apply with the VA and there's actually a whole list of forms that you use on our website. But when you do apply for the VA, it's about two months until you get that eligibility if you are eligible for the use of those benefits. And then once you do that, uh, enroll at ASU, start your, uh, enroll in your classes, meet with your advisor, make sure that all your classes are applicable towards a degree program. So you can start ASU as non-degree seeking, but hopefully like the goal is you are going to eventually enroll in that degree. And then those classes should be able to kind of weasel into that degree plan. Um, and then from there, there's like a bunch of forms that you fill out with the center so that we can certify those classes with the VA. You do your benefits responsibility form, and with that, it's just basically letting us know that you're planning on using those benefits here at ASU. And then you do the enrollment activity form, which is certifying what classes you want the VA to pay for, and then so on and so forth. But that's basically like the basics of it. So just to clarify, uh, your dad retired how many years ago? Um, In 2016. Okay, so, but he applied for the benefits. What year are you? I'm a senior. You're a senior. So he applied for the benefits as he was active. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so um, he had the benefits and then there's this, uh, I guess it's like a a system called DEERS. I don't really know. It's D-E-E-R-S. I don't really know what that acronym stands for, but basically if you are on that list in DEERS under his name, then you're basically his dependent. He can then transfer those benefits to you. So just in case someone might have, might be planning on retiring, I'm just thinking, kind of thinking out loud. Yeah. So if they uh, are a veteran planning on retiring and they their child is 
not necessarily going to college at the time, maybe they're going in like five years, they can still mm-hmm. apply for the benefits while they're active? So basically, like before, like when they get in, they start the military, they're like, they can sign up for a specific education plan. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of them. So there's the post 9-11, I think there's uh, Montgomery GI Bill, 1606, Chapter 30, Chapter 31, there's a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. um, and some of them not necessarily, I don't know if you sign up for them right when you join the military, but I know for like post 9-11 and Montgomery GI Bill, those are things that you like pay into kind of throughout your service. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like a really, I mean, somewhat complicated process and a really proactive one. Yeah, you kind of have to be on top of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely need to remember. It's like if you forget one form in that process of starting your benefits, you can really delay it. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of freshmen come in or even transfer students, they come in and they haven't applied with the VA to use those benefits yet. And um, the VA does take a while to send the initial certificate of eligibility. We call it a COE. It basically tells you what you're eligible for, how many months you're eligible for it. And that does take a while to get back to you. So a lot of students come and they're like, okay, how do I start this? Well, did you apply for the benefits? And they're like, well, no. So then that takes a little, like, kind of delays it a little bit. Yeah. But the good thing is the VA does um, retroactively pay for tuition. So if you start in August, you didn't apply, and you get it in November, they will pay it back from August. That's great. But I worth mean, it. Yeah, yeah, worth it. As much work and sort of awareness mm-hmm. it takes to be able to apply, it also sounds like there's a lot of support. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of that might even come from the Pat Tillman Veterans Center. Yes, certainly, of course. Like, I think it, the best thing about the center is, like, we help with anything. There's peer advising there we help with what classes you should or should not take it's kind of like all like full spectrum financial aid admissions advising it's really cool and uh, a lot of students do appreciate that i know that for sure yeah sort of a resource hub Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. you could need Mm -hmm. all questions answered for this really crucial Mm -hmm. group in our student population here at asu Mm -hmm. So do you have to um, maintain any, like, credentials to, like, keep up with the benefits? Like, do you have to have a certain GPA? No. um, Actually, the cool thing about the VA is that will let you retake classes, I think, up to three times, and it doesn't matter how many classes. So you don't need to keep up a GPA or anything like that, but if you do sort of begin to slip and you're grade and you're gonna earn that F or that E. I think ASU gives you an E and not an F. You can retake it the following semester and that grade will will replace the previous grade that you earned. But the thing with that is a lot of students see that they're failing the class and so they'll drop it immediately. But we advise not to drop it so kind of ride out the wave, earn the grade or yeah, earn the grade, and then um, because if you do drop it after a certain deadline, you do have to pay all the tuition and housing allowance you received that semester for that class. Yeah. So could put you in debt if you drop a class. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what about credits per semester? Um, yes. Yeah, so to receive traditionally full time, you have to be in twelve credits in the C session. Um, if you're all online, you'll get. Um, half the national average. So I think the national average is about 800 something, or I think that's what you would receive. But if you'd have one 
class on ground, like you're going on to a campus here, you'll receive um, full housing allowance and benefits. The good thing about ASU is they cap tuition at seven credits. So it doesn't matter if you're taking seven credits or 100 credits, you, the, the tuition would be the same. Mm-hmm. So um, as long as you're at that threshold of seven credits, your f- tuition would be paid for. The difference would be just the housing allowance you receive. So it sort of just depends how you're taking those credits and then sort of where in a mm-hmm. sort of range yeah. that you fall. Mm-hmm. And a lot of students don't know, say you're running out of benefits and you only have like three months left. One thing that I'm doing is I'm actually certifying less classes. So I am in traditionally 12 credits, but I'm only certifying nine credits to the VA. So the VA is only paying for those nine credits, and I'm actually saving benefits. So you can actually stretch three months out into at least Mm -hmm. maybe two semesters. Yeah. So it's pretty good. That's really great to know. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other pieces of advice for students who are listening to this conversation and saying, like, that's me, like, that's my family, Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to pursue this line of resources? Certainly. So on our website... The, sim- the easiest way that I do it is I just Google ASU PTVC forms or um, there's a new student checklist. And that checklist actually outlines our entire process from applying for those benefits with the VA. And it actually outlines which form you would use that, like, based off of your eligibility. So um, if you're a spouse... You, you fill out this form, if you're dependent, fill out this form, if you're 100% disabled, fill out this form, and such forth. But, um, yeah, that, I think that's, like, a really good resource for starting everything. Um, that checklist is basically our go-to for everything. So st- students coming in, even prospective students that haven't applied to ASU yet, that checklist really kind of makes it simple, I guess. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So... Unless you have anything else you want to add that you think of? Don't be scared to come in. Like, okay. we are, we're always, like, open. Even the, even though the downtown campus is the smallest office, um, we have a lot of veterans actually come in, eat lunch, hang out with us. Uh, the Tempe campus is uh, obviously our main office, so it will have, like, a huge lounge area. There's free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I like to take advantage of it when I'm there. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Kiani. It was so great learning about this. I wouldn't have realized at all, like, Mm -hmm. the process, the amount of resources there, and what a great opportunity it is Mm -hmm. for veteran-dependent students. Yeah, a lot of people should really take advantage of getting their tuition paid for. I mean, I think I'm graduating debt-free. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. debt-free, so... Seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. So, if you want to learn more about being a veteran-dependent student at ASU, go to veterans.asu.edu. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside ASU. We'll see you on campus soon.